everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Stating the Obvious. I'm Viswa, and today, Noah, Pranay, and Jacob are going to state something obvious, as they always do. Let's start with Noah. Maybe catch him off guard. Noah, say yep. something obvious, please. Uh, you should keep me away from strategy games. <laughs> this is true. This is a more true specifically fact. Civilization Six. Well, basically any strategy game. This also happened when I downloaded Star Wars Empire at War, which is a different strategy game. Oh, is it the kind of like the same thing? Uh, it's not really the same. It's actually pretty cool. Like you, you get to like basically make Star Wars space battles happen. Like be a commander. Like drop in like X wings and shit. Ah, uh, your dream job, Noah. Yeah, it's my dream job. Okay. I'll never have it, unfortunately. Noah's <laughs> living vicariously through these games. Yo, Noah, what if, you become, yeah. what if you become the commander of the Space Force? <sighs> yeah, easy. Sounds like a boring job, if I'm being honest. Because in real life, space battles show. are boring. You don't have X-Wings and shit. Fair enough, that's fair true. enough. That's, that's why, as the commander of, or the director of Space Force, you will start an initiative to make sp- X-Wings. Not like honestly, Space Force, like, in if they ever get to the point where they're actually like doing space combat, it's probably gonna be just shooting missiles at satellites. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Or, or a bunch of drones. Like well, actually, that. speaking drone, of Space Force, uh, this one, have you seen the Netflix comedy Space Force? I have not because I saw the reviews and they were uh, not, they were not it, apparently. Like, a lot of people were like, you know, I thought it'd be funnier. You have Steve Carell, you know. It was created by the same people who made Parks and Rec and, and, you know, The Office. But I guess, I don't know. I didn't watch it just because the reviews are so bad. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, though. Like, sometimes reviews can be misleading. Yeah. Okay, that's true. I, I, I think I talked about this a little bit before. First time I watched it through, I was just like, it's nothing, like, it's nothing eye-opening. I wasn't, like, I wasn't laughing, like, every single moment. But then I watched it a second time. I was just like, yeah, this is kind of, I like the show. It's, like, kind of cool. Has a little bit of kind of weird humor, and also I just I just feel like it's something nice, to just like chill too. I just I was just like whenever I eat, I just like put on Space Force and be kind of kind of nice. Imagine having conversations with real people. Brene <laughs> can't. can't. With that, Brene, quick, state something obvious. Uh, my something obvious is also Six related. I thought I was gonna go first because usually I go yeah, first, no, but now no one first. So Civ Six takes up a lot of time. Takes up a lot of Noah's time. I've takes noticed up some of the some time my other friends who played it takes up a lot you, of time in general. You do realize that this wouldn't be obvious if you went first. Okay, but now it is. <laughs> oh, it did actually good job. Good job yeah, on the congratulations. <laughs> Uh, very nice. You're so bad. So, <laughs> but, was that your fact <laughs> that Civ 6 takes up a lot was, of time? Of your time, yes. Noah. Not of just time yes. in general, but of your okay, well, time it, specifically. Of people who play it. Of people who play the game. Renee? Of people... I mean, it doesn't have to be Noah. I know, like, other people. I know, like, one of my friends. Uh, during Thanksgiving break, all they played... I forgot if it's 6-6 or another Civ game, okay, but... you know what? I think it's time to stop. It's time to stop, It's time to stop. Jacob, save us from, from all of this, please. All State right, something yeah. obvious. Yeah, so I've been, lotting, I've been watching uh, a lot of Shark Fest lately on Nat Geo. It's like their five-week series, and I learned a very obvious fact about sharks. 
And this fact is kind of scary, actually. So before I say the fact, you guys have all been to the beach before, right? Yes. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You've all got in the water. So, yes. Yeah. If you've gone into the water about waist height at least three times, shark experts say that you were most likely within six to nine feet of a shark and didn't even know it. Fuck jam. What, what the? Yep. Kind of I'm fearless. I like that. I knew that all along. I mean, I, just I assume scared. they're not. I assume they're just, they're smaller sharks that don't usually aren't like super aggro. That's nope. what you think. It's a like, great white. Oh, really? Every time, that's it's a great white shark. That's true. <laughs> so, like, the, there's a lot of sharks that come close to the shore that are like uh, pretty deadly. Like uh, black tip sharks, they always come close to the shore. Bull sharks, which are far more deadly than great whites, always come to the shore. In fact. They go up. They can live in fresh water, uh, and they go up streams and rivers and live in lakes. And actually, one of their top breeding grounds are lakes in North Texas. Yo, that's dope. Kind of be. Yeah. Texas sharks. Let's go. Yeah. In fact, one of the like uh, one of the areas where shark attacks are most common, like river shark attacks are most common, are in the Ganges because people are constantly going in there. The water's so muddy that. And like murky that you can't see, that so many people get attacked by bull sharks in there. That's well, I mean, scary. Like, it's also possibly just like a statistical thing where like there's just a lot of people in the Ganges in general. Also, that's true, but it's also it. the ideal shark environment. That's fair. I don't know, man. Like, we got sharks in North Texas. We should arm them. Arm the sharks. We do arm if the dolphins. They, they, yeah, if they're Texan sharks, they should get guns. Apparently, Russian—you know how like sometimes the navy like employs dolphins to like do search. Yeah, apparently the Russians had like a a dolphin squad who was like trained to do some like I don't know reconnaissance or something. And uh, a couple months ago, they said that they launched a mutiny and all left. No, well, wait. I'm pretty sure I sent sent you guys this uh, article. It was an article in the Guardian. No, maybe. Yeah. So what happened was basically. the Soviet Union had a had a dolphin program. And then when they broke up, the dolphin program got inherited by the Ukrainians. So the Ukrainians had this dolphin program, but it was based in Crimea. So when Vladimir Putin rolled up in Crimea, well, the dolphin program got captured by the Russians. But apparently all the dolphins are gone now. And the Ukrainians claim that the dolphins all patriotically starved themselves <laughs> to death rather than work for the Russians. That was literally their <laughs> argument. They were like, these Legends. patriotic dolphins would not work for the Russians. Let's yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. Well. Also, apparently, did you know that um, Russians prefer seals to beluga whales when they're working with marine animals because they say that seals are more professional than beluga <laughs> whales. <laughs> yeah. I saw a video where a beluga whale went down to the bottom of the ocean after someone dropped their phone and brought it back up to them. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah good guy cool. whale, good guy whale. Pretty good. Uh, I think you're both screwed either way. Maybe seals are just like seals would. I mean, go you, know, you can probably it. sell it. You know, it's a, it's, a whale, it's a whale phone. You ain't got one of those. I wonder if you could. Maybe. Probably could. I mean, like somebody out there would probably buy it. You <laughs> Honestly. Know? Like there's just so much. Just there's just so many people with too much money, especially in America. I don't know if it's too much money. I think people would just spend their money on dumb things. Well, you know, they have, like, more money true. than they really know what to do with. But not enough money to buy something, like, 
really nice. It's like it's like the kind of money where you're like, well, I got like maybe a thousand dollars that I can spend here or there, but like not enough to like buy something like a car or a house. So you end up buying something stupid, like a whale phone. <laughs> I know okay. what Noah's gonna buy in the future. <laughs> it gonna be a whale phone, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be a whale phone collector, a fucking whale phone mogul, man. Speaking of sharks, though, Shark Tank is a pretty good show that I've been watching. Nice segue. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, but for real, I actually, I actually think like the plot of that, like the idea behind the show, it's actually like interesting. You listen to yeah, people. Yeah, I used to watch you it. Watch I used them to watch it fairly religiously. On like it used to come every Fridays <laughs> on ABC. Uh, and. Yeah, it, and there, I mean, not gonna lie, it's it's kind of entertaining because a lot of the ideas are really interesting, but some of the ideas are like complete shit. And the way that, <laughs> the way that all these investors like Mark Cuban and, uh, shoot, I forgot the other guy's name. Okay, well, Mark Cuban, is Stevie's <laughs> Kevin O'Leary, Kevin, Kevin O'Leary, yes, that's the name. The way that they just like give or, <laughs> give those people shit is just like so so entertaining. Uh, that, like, I remember these people who do these valuations of that they think is like so overblown and the guys are just like yeah I think this is very good and it's the funniest is one that everyone fights back and they have like they're really invested into their company and they feel personally attacked and those are the funniest ones I remember <laughs> watching this one episode it was like for cousin Maine lobster or something some like lobster company food sort of thing that they had and uh, what happened was, I think, like, they actually got an offer or whatever, and then they sort of, like, expanded, and then they became, like, a pretty big thing. Mm. And then it was one year at our state debate tournament. Oh, that, where, wait, it was that one? I think so. I'm pretty sure it was. It, oh, it was fuck them. It was actually one of, like, from the company that was on Shark Tank, they had a food truck that they brought and to our state debate tournament. And they actually had some uh, fries, which I got to eat. Yeah. That's all <laughs> I can eat. Lobster rolls were overpriced. Bro, it was, gross. yeah, it cost so much. Oh, oh my, Christ. like, literally, like, 20 bucks for this tiny fucking roll. It wasn't yeah. even, like, a full roll. Like, you would, like, it's not even, like, a Subway, like, like, six inch. Like, you take the six inch and you cut it in half. It's a fucking three inch. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, we had very few other options because we we're in the middle of dumb fuck nowhere. There like, were only two food trucks, like I remember. There was like a barbecue one, a lobster roll one, and like half of the the kids in the bay are Indian, and like most of those are vegetarian. Look, I'm just gonna say that they had like quesadillas, and if you made a vegetarian, the price went down by like seventy percent, and it was actually like a lot of food. So uh, I was pretty happy with it. What actually ended up happening, I remember when I was in line, like, I, I got my vegetarian thing, and people were just like, yo, how'd you get that? And I was like, yeah, it's way cheaper, and they got it. And a bunch of people were eating vegetarian that day, even though they weren't, and I was like, I've done good in this world. I mean, like, honestly, like, if you get something with, like, a shitload of cheese on it, like, vegetarian or not, I'll eat that. I'll eat the fuck out of that. No, he's never amazing. liked vegetarian things. Well, I mean, I've eaten... Some vegetarian things before. He has eaten lettuce. He pizza. He's eaten grass. I'm not grass. Cookies. <laughs> we Cake. always go back to the same joke of grass. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, not a fan. <laughs> have you tried it? <laughs> no, um, I haven't tried it. Okay. But I tried ketchup. Like hot take though. I think lobster rolls are just disgusting. Have you had a good lobster roll? Lobster is disgusting. 
I do not like lobster rolls. I think it depends if it's made well or not. Like the thing is, is that like all like the lobster rolls I've had are I think are the main style, like, and they're cold. They're served cold. Oh, really? Yeah, I and that's so not disgusting. Like, that. like Wait, no, cold well, shellfish. A, I don't. I don't. Oh. There's a different style that's served warm. Yeah. Okay. Warm lobster roll. Maybe I like that. Maybe. But have you ever cold? had it or no? No. No. Wait, have you ever had I've never. Warm? Ha- okay. Well, I've I've had lobster rolls twice. Both times they were co- they were served cold. Hated them both. Fucking hated them. Okay. First time was at state de- state debate tournament. Second time was in Boston. Oh, is that also yeah, but it was debate cold. tournament? Yeah, I Man, know. I had some, I just I had some clam chowder cold. in Boston. I was like, yeah, this oh, is kind of nice. nice. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty because uh, it's warm. Yeah, man. I know. It's fucking warm. <laughs> you you have seafood. You serve it warm. Who wants fucking cold lobster? It's so Wait, disgusting. Do you remember when we were in Chicago and we got like the deep dish pizza? At that yeah. one. Oh yeah, that yeah. was pretty bad. Not gonna lie, that was pretty bad. I I think yeah. we just it, went to like not the it greatest took, place like, for it. Took like an hour or like it was something yeah. like that to make. It took so long. Was it supposed to be like a good deep dish pizza pizza place? I don't it was know. Supposed to be. Supposed, yeah. Like it wasn't like okay deep. I don't know if this is all deep dish pizza or just that deep dish pizza. It didn't feel like pizza. It felt like I was eating like stew in a bread bowl. That yeah, that's a pretty accurate a description. I'd say it just. I don't know. It was weird. I thought it would be like just like I thought deep dish was like thicker pizza, with like yeah. more cheese. That that that's my assumption. Maybe I like I don't understand what deep like, dish. Do you pizza think is. it's? Do you think it was even pizza at that point? I've never had deep dish. I pizza don't know, man. Like, like I don't. I don't know. Like, like I like you say deep dish pizza. I picture something that's just like like two like you take like a pizza and then you st- stack more pizza on top of that. You know, like it's <laughs> like super cheese, cheesy. It's just got like more cheese, <laughs> yeah. more f- toppings, more filling. Like, yeah. you, you stuff some sausage in that shit. Like, that is, like, some deep dish pizza I can get on board with. They served us. Like, it literally, like, you didn't even, like, I don't think you could, like, pick it up. I think it was, like, inside of, like, a metal bowl yeah, or something, right? Yeah, you have to, like, you have to, like... You have to, like, spoon it out. Yeah, yeah it was really... It was yeah, just... it wasn't pizza, man. It straight up wasn't pizza. And it was, like, honestly, it was, like, 90% bread. I, I Like, I thought yeah. it would be, like, it's thick, right? And then, like, the crust is, like, the thickest part, obviously, because it goes all the way to the top. Then you have, like, a thin, like, like a, just, like, a normal size layer of bread on the bottom. And then, like, marinara and, like, cheese and, like, all these toppings galore. Yeah. And that was kind of my idea of what it was. Right. Yeah. And I was sorely disappointed. It was, like, 90% bread. And I was just like, what is this? Like, it wasn't even good crust either. Like, it's not, like, like, you no know, kind of, like, not kind of, like, no... Uh, garlic bread sort of like flavorful crust it was like this just like this thick sort of floury doughy shit yeah I don't I don't know why why is Chicago just like known for their deep dish pizza Who the fuck? maybe they've just been like conning everybody <laughs> they just sure managed to convince everybody that deep dish pizza is good maybe maybe it was just that place like, like, I don't know yeah. but how, can I ask how do like all these different places get their sort of like Chicago actually has Dish, quite I a guess. lot of because like Chicago also has like hot dogs too. Uh, I'm like I've never had a Chicago hot dog, but I know it's you make it like without. I know you can't use ketchup for sure. They have like some sort of relish. Maybe no knows a bit more. Mm. And they have like some onions, and they I, I don't know if they have mustard or not. But it's it's I like know. it's like a non. 
It's just without ketchup. We just like cannot use ketchup on hot dog. I just remember that's like one Chicago thing. Whereas in Pittsburgh, I mean, we like this is the home of Heinz ketchup. We have ketchup galore. We have all the ketchup. Ah, uh, sounds like heaven. You're you're a native of Pittsburgh now. You spend like one semester in Pittsburgh. You're like, ah, oh, yes, we here in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we are the, the home. It's no, like you haven't grown up in Plano all your goddamn <laughs> life. <laughs> we have. Oh, you think you're cultured? The home. You think you're cultured? Yeah. But we are the home. He thinks he's so cool. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a Pittsburgh native now. Go steal it. Yeah, go with you. It's not doing too good. <laughs> They're not doing good. Yeah, speaking the yeah, speaking of hot dogs, though, yeah, there's a there's a Swedish hot dog. Uh, uh, I forgot what it's called. Like it's called like the half special or something, where you take a hot dog and then you put mashed potatoes on top of it and then you put ketchup and mustard and apparently it's really really good. I've never had it, but I will yeah. never have it. it. Does not you know sound like my Jet cup of comes tea. to Pittsburgh. Just, on we the have all hand. the ketchup you you can ever dream of. <laughs> it's kind of weird, sure. but like one of like the. One of the foods like that's like iconic in Germany is currywurst, which is weird because curry doesn't come from Germany. It, it's just like curry, like sausage, which is oh, that's, really good. That's the name. Currywurst. Yeah, currywurst because like it's literally just curry sausage, like curry oh, and then the verse, sausage. Currywurst. You say is, the, is that like with a V, like a like a verse? Yeah, because yeah. like, like spelled w, with a W. Yeah, because like W's in German are pronounced with a V. V's are pronounced with an F. It's it's weird. He's pronounced with an okay. F. What the? Yeah. So, what, okay, so, so what's like, like a word? Like, so like it's not it's not like Volkswagen, right? It's Volkswagen. 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 Oh, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, you know, in French, an F is a G and a G is an F. Like I mean, like when you say the word, it's like F is like J and G is F. No, no, not F. G is a J and J is a G. You took four years of Spanish for what, Brennan? That's French. I said <laughs> for what? French. Or French. <laughs> French for what? Uh, just to come here and tell you this fact. That's you, a very good fact. You don't even know the fact. You're confused about the fact for like the first minute of explaining it. Uh-huh. Hey, give him, give him some slack, all right? Brennan's... He's a little bit confused. He's from Pittsburgh, after all. <laughs> Not true. We don't speak French in Pittsburgh, man. It's very... <laughs> exactly. Uh... Uh, yeah, actually, I live in Canada where they speak French. What, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> we just kind of went on a big tangent from everything. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Now I remember. I remember what I was gonna say because we we're talking about deep dish pizza, and that reminded mm. me. Apparently, Pizza Hut is like a really fancy restaurant in Korea. Oh really? Like, like, really? Yeah. Like my mom was talking to me about this, and she was talking. She said like, and like she went to like uh, go visit her family one time, and her. My dad was like, hey, do you want to go like to Pizza Hut? It's like this like really hot new place. He was like, what? Pizza Hut? No, gross. But like apparently like when she did go, it was like this like really nice like sit down restaurant. Like you literally ate pizza with like a fork and knife. But it's still like it a, was like that kind of restaurant. It's still like the branded Pizza Hut? Yeah, it's like branded Pizza Hut, right? But it's like a Pizza Hut like sit down. Like you got like the tablecloth. You got like the waiters and everything. It's weird as hell. Yeah, it's like, like a suit and tie place. Kind I don't, I don't, I don't think it was that fancy but like it was much fancier than like our pizza hut which is like <laughs> kind of garbo if you if you <laughs> for being real i don't really know many people who go to pizza hut here and eat in the have restaurant you ever i feel like yeah i feel no, like i no haven't once because we were on the road going uh going to like houston or something was it like just a pizza hut because a lot of times it's like a pizza hut and it's like I think combined it might with have been another a pizza hut and a taco oh, 
I feel like I've been seeing more of those like kind of like combined restaurants. Like I think I saw like a Taco Bell combined with a KFC. I've never seen that okay. combo. Speaking of look, look, speaking of Taco Bell, I just have to get this off my chest. <laughs> okay. They're of getting course. rid of all oh, like yeah. all the potato <laughs> options and then they're getting rid of the seven layer burrito, which they've had for like two decades, and it's been like the go to vegetarian option for like vegetarians on the planet where, all where are they replacing it with it? nothing they're just getting rid of these items like because a really? lot of restaurants right now are cutting down on items just because of like you know Corona. virus and stuff yeah. so yeah so like Taco Bell has just like they started the year like we're vegetarian friendly we're adding new items for vegetarians and then here we are no more potatoes no I mean, more seven layer burrito the most depressing the most depressing thing about the potatoes is the cheesy fiesta potatoes <laughs> yeah Renee always got those what was your question Kyle? they're so good is, is the seven layer seven layer burrito your go-to yeah it was my like so I, I get like several things like i don't just get a seven layer burrito like i don't get <laughs> one item like i get several items because that's how you do it all right well how do you rank the seven layer burrito among the items you get I'd say easily like top three. Oh shit! Okay. Easily oh, top three because it has like it just has a lot of stuff in it. Like it has seven layers, right? So it's <laughs> it, it has it's just a value. Like and it's not even that expensive. It's such a value item, and now they're just like screw you. Rip. So there's my little sob story. So is the I signed a petition. I would get three cheesy potatoes, man, because they're it, it's like just the sour cream and the cheese combo. Like, and you can put in like different sauce packets, like, and, and you mix them together. And I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's the sour, just the sour cream. The sour cream is what makes it so good. It's like a nice pinch of like softness compared to like the heavy cheese. Taco Bell should really listen because like this was like one of their most committed customers. <laughs> I literally I mean, am, so dude. It's he, he, he literally got himself in a car crash just to get me to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this true. Is true. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually true. Dude, it's because Noah hadn't had nacho fries at that point. And I was I like, dude. Had Taco Bell. Like, I, I hadn't been to Taco Bell. That was like my first time going to oh, Taco right. Bell. Oh, right. You hadn't even been to Taco Bell. Dude. Dude, I actually had an aneurysm the day I found out that Noah had a big Taco Bell. <laughs> Holy uh, Christ. I, yeah, that was an emergency situation. <laughs> I remember, like, I told like, he was talking about Taco Bell. I just, like, offhandedly mentioned, like, you know, I've never been to Taco Bell. And he's just like, Mom, Mom, we gotta go to Taco Bell. Turn the car around. We're going to Taco Bell. And she did. <laughs> Box jump. Yeah, we got in a car crash. <laughs> okay, not a crash. It was more of just like an accident. Like we just well, got rear-ended, but you know, whatever. Same difference. Whatever. We don't talk about it. Okay, moving on to the next item on the agenda that we have today. Bob, you wanna you wanna take us there? Uh. No. You don't? <laughs> you really yes. don't? Uh, what the? Okay, way to go, Cobb. Way to go. Applause for Cobb. Good transition, good transition. You know, this is actually a good transition. Because maybe Cobb is like, he meta thought about this. Because now we have a dilemma. Jet wants Cobb to go to the next transition, but then Cobb doesn't want to do it. And we have a sort of conflict. And we wanted to talk about how we handle conflict, how Cobb is going to resolve this issue with Jet. 
true. And conflict. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it's it's big brain time. Okay, you know it's big brain I got you here, what you really meant, Tom. I knew what you really meant. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, what I'm happens like when you're ahead. debate partners for four years. Three, three years. Four years? Yeah. Three, three. years. Three years. Yeah. Like three okay. and a half, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Conflict in a group project, conflict with your partner. Lots of conflict in just life. Yeah, I I actually wanted so the first place like I had like major conflict within like group projects. And I'll first talk about group projects. So for me personally, I remember the first group I was a part with and this actually shaped like the philosophy of what I think about group projects going on in the future. That I, I really hated. I detested this group. It was in <laughs> Okay, actually I mean I didn't detest every, this group. Uh, that's a pretty strong language. I really wanted to be with another group. I'll put it like that. Uh, it was an age gap, ninth grade. Wait, 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 wait. Can we just pause? Was this, was this pause. a TV project? This is the... Brene just said detest is like bad language. Oh, not bad language. I I was strong language. Or like strong language. Detest. Uh, yes. You really think detest no, is strong I, no, language? No, it's because I just I didn't detest these people. Like I, they were good people. I just did, did not like you enjoy detested being them. In a team with was them. like one of the nicest ways you could have worded that. Honestly, okay. well, well, either way, okay, either well, way, these people. Continue. I did not like being in a group project with them. But I was. I had to. I, I don't know what happened. I feel like I think I had to like go to the restroom, and I went. And I came back, and they already decided the teams, and I just got left over with like the scrap team, and. <laughs> And I—that's <laughs> why you don't go to the fucking bathroom. I don't know they were gonna teams. decide teams at that point. I—I <laughs> uh, I was so pissed because in this class, let let me tell you, the other people I could have been in team with, I could have been with Puck, I could have been with Anthony, I could have been with David, I could have been with—I uh, forgot. I think Vincent was in this was in this class. Actually, I'm not sure. Either way, there's a bunch of other people I could have been team with. Raul, Yush was here, I think, <laughs> at some point. Uh. And so, and I could have been in a group with these people, uh, but no, it did not happen. It did not end up like this. There was a couple of other people. Uh, one of the person, uh, this guy is kind of smart, but I just, I just hate him as a person. I mean, I don't hate him as a person. He's just very hard to work with. <laughs> it's very, very difficult. So right before this predict. Right before this Brene was like, oh yeah, I, these are good people. Like, I hate this guy as a person. I just, inside group projects, I find his presence very grating. That's what I will say. He will try to do everything opposite to okay. as you. Uh, which is honestly worse than some other people. There's three people who just didn't do jack shit. They didn't... Like, no, this is a puppet project, I mean, that's right? that's basically every uh, This is a puppet project. We, each of us have to make our own puppets and, like, put on this play that's supposed to relate to some sort of age gap sort of theme, sort of shit, kind of like that. Human geography. Uh, yeah, yeah. AP. Uh, and they didn't even make their puppets on the day of. And I sat there on the day of making their puppets during lunch because, like, it didn't affect my grade. But, like, obviously it's going to somehow indirectly affect my grade if a group looks bad with no puppets. Like, it just makes the entire thing look bad. So I was just, I was there making their fucking puppets for them. And, uh, there was one guy who, he was good. He cooperated. He didn't go above and beyond, but, like, he did the work he was told to do. Like, I told him to do this stuff, He's and he did it. Uh, so what, what we had to do is we had to make this script, uh, put on some sort of play. 
And so... Oh, yeah, I remember this. Was it, like, the one with, like, yeah, the finger yeah, yeah. puppets? And so yeah. I ended up making uh, yeah. the entire script from start to finish, right? Uh, and, like, I, I asked my group to help me edit it. Like, at least if we're not going to do it, just, like, at least edit it. And even then, <laughs> I had to go to Jason Ted. I had to go and ask him. I had to be like, bro, can you can you look at my pro- like my script and like edit through it a little bit? Because I feel like I feel like there's a couple of things I'm not 100% sure about. Can you like look through it? And he wasn't even in my group. He was in some other person's group. Thankfully, this guy's nice enough to nice enough to help me. But uh, I mean, Jason Tan was like uh, he was a real he's a real good guy. homie. Yeah, he's a real he's a real, he's a real one. one for sure. He's a yeah, real, real homie. Uh, I actually would have roomed with him if I went. To Vandy like him, but we did not. Okay, well, either way. Uh, Rip. And so if we come back, and so, long story short, our project was, like, the most banger of a project that everyone, anyone has seen in this entire class. And no, that there were other people. Our puppets were complete shit, including mine. It was complete shit. But, <laughs> but this script, I let me tell you what, this was a script. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember Vishal Fish, is also in this in this project, uh, in this class too. But uh, so in the script, it is honestly I don't I to this day I have no idea how it connects to anything human geography related. I have no clue. But we still got a hundred at the end of the day because I included one like one inside joke about every not every but almost everyone else in the class. So like there was a joke about uh, David being like OP. There was a joke about. Like, Fish was in some orangutan or something. There was a joke about, like, Anthony and Jackie <laughs> going on a date or something. And and nice. and our, our, our teacher, uh, he, didn't, he didn't know a single joke. He didn't understand a single joke. But the, other, the entire class thought it was so hilarious that they, that they just, like, he was laughing, too. He had no clue why he was laughing. He was just laughing. He didn't know if it was related to the age gap or not. He was just like, wow, we're having a good time. And then we got a hundred after that project. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was like that, yeah. That, I had him too. Yo, I remember PJ talking to me about this project and just complaining for hours on end oh how he had to do everything but, and how the other people since did then, nothing. Since then, I learned that in a group project, uh, in ter- okay, in terms of handling conflict, you got to go towards these group members who, like, whenever you choose a group, this became my philosophy. Jith and I, when we were in Amstead later on, uh, at the Human Geography, oh, I told yeah. I told this him this philosophy story. too. You got to choose your group group members that the teachers don't have like high expectations of, right? And then you gotta you gotta carry them on your back. But I mean, you gotta carry them. But the end result is that you will you will get like the maximum grade. Even even if you carry them a little, you don't have to do better than everyone else. You just have to break the teacher's expectations of everyone else in your group, and you get like, and then you will have the maximum. It's, it's free. free. It's, it's just free, free real estate. See, and also like, I don't entirely okay, agree. Well, with that. I I've done this. It has worked for me many times. And then also like, like when you're doing a, if you have like a group evaluation or something where they're like, uh, say how how well did this person work in your group and everything, right? As long as they're not like bad people who are out to get you, they will always give you like a really, really shining uh, peer review. Review. And so, uh, all right. Well, I'm curious though. I, let's let's get an opinion from Noah about why he right. he disagrees with Renee's idea of like picking bad people or not bad people, but just like not super hard workers. Because so, like I think the thing is that if you pick like shitty shitty teammates. 
Like, you're going to have to put in, like, all the work. See, my philosophy is, if you want a good group, two words. Asian girls. <laughs> Asian girls are the most hardworking people on this planet. Because Asian boys will just fuck around. Boys in general will just fuck around. Don't don't get in a group project with boys. Straight up. Asian girls so, what? will what put in mean? so much work. There was not there was not a girl. This I am in, I, will tell I you am that I am inclined to agree with Noah here. He is correct. He is not wrong. But I do agree with PJ's like logic. Well, I will tell you this is a tried and true method. Uh, Yo, no, no. Like, what if, no, no, I don't no, think no. you're wrong. Wait, Noah. Yeah, quiet, quiet. What if what if we combine the two philosophies and you took one Asian girl and took a bunch of useless oh, people and no. put a group together? That way you can do the we can have the Asian girl do the carrying, but you still get the good grade and don't have to do the work. Uh, You're in the best yeah. position at that point. Yeah. See? Compromise. You have to think three steps. No, ahead. but the thing with Noah's idea is that it relies on you actually getting into group yeah. with the Asian girl, but normally the Asian girl will just pick a bunch of other other, like, other Asian girls. You have to Asian you have girls. to be able to assimilate into the Asian girl culture, or else you won't be able to. Well, yeah, that's why you foster. When, that's why you foster good relationships with the Asian <laughs> girls. Yeah, true. Once you once you assimilate and establish yourself, uh, then yeah. it's free real estate. Let me tell you what. See, like, and I know is, from you don't want to you don't want to be like a fuckable boy. Like you don't want to be, you want to be like you seem, want to seem like a good, hardworking, responsible boy, and no, and then like they see that they're like, all right, yeah, I'll be in a group with this kid. He'll probably do work. When in reality, you're just waiting for them to carry you on the back. Yeah. True. I like the strategy. All right, this Noah. Is, this is Jacob. how a business decision should be made. Noah, Jacob, do you guys have any stories of you know group projects or any conflicts? Oh. Any, anything like God. that? Oh uh, I, my I got, God. I got. Wait, I don't have any ones that were like really out there because i've usually chosen my groups based on like people i know would work i just have like one man i guess i guess like i I don't know just like my expectations were like super whack on this one is i actually i don't know there's this one project that i was it was just it was like a partner project right and it it was me and our valedictorian right just because we were both going on a debate trip so like we were the only ones that were not going to be there right so I thought, oh, yeah, this is so free. I'll just okay. let her do all the work, right? Like, I don't have to do anything. I ended up doing literally the entire project. And I was like, what the heck, man? Like, I that I don't know. That just surprised me. It wasn't, like, too big of a project, but I had to do the entire thing. Excellent. That was just surprised me. My, uh, my group project horror story is uh, it was from Amstead. And I think Viswa will probably remember this at least because I remember just complaining and cl- complaining and complaining to him. Like I was just bitching so much about this project. It was a fucking musical because they made us do a musical for about the Revolutionary War, about something about the Revolutionary War. And my God, it was the worst project I've ever had the misfortune to be a okay, part of. Okay, look, Brene and I also did that project, and we have a very okay. yeah. We'll, we'll, that's we'll tell our thing. No, 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 no. We'll tell our thing next. No, you wait. You finish your story. All right, all right, sure, sure. I'm just saying. At least okay, you guys yeah, had each other, right? I got lumped into. I just got shoved into this group because, like, the thing about my Amston uh, class was is that I didn't know anybody there except for like maybe like Lamont, um, but. Everybody, like every, like basically, like half of the people, uh, there were from, not Jasper, uh, they were from, Shepton, right? So, 
I get lumped into this group with a bunch of Shepton kids, and I think, like, you know, this is probably fine. Like, there's, like, this, like, girl, like, so, like, part of, like, the musical project is that we have to make, like, costumes and shit. Like, they're expecting somehow this thing to be, like, good quality or something. But, like, there's, like, this girl, like, talking up about, like, how she's, like, so into fashion. I'm like, alright, well, you know, I can probably do, like, the script writing, like, all that shit, like, and she can take care of, like, the, you know, like, the costuming, like, because I don't have any idea how to do that. Good plan. Good plan. Worst team ever. It was a struggle just to get them to even talk about the project. Like, I couldn't even get them to discuss it. The girl who claimed to be, like, this fashionista, nothing. Nothing came out of her. Like, we're, I was just, like, asking, like, hey, so, like, do you have, like, the costumes designed yet? I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll have it done. Never. Never had it done. Never happened. Never, like, I never even saw, like, what she did before we turned it in. Um, I don't even know if she actually did anything. Like, high key. And, like, in terms of, like, actually memorizing the lines, my team was absolute garbo. Just could not memorize a single line Wait, for the did, life of them. Did this project have to be memorized? Yeah, it, did. I don't yeah, it had to be memorized, it and it yeah. had to be like you had to be like singing like in tune. And my group was not able to sing at all. It was horrible. I hated it. I hate the Revolutionary War. I hate Amstead. I hate my group. I hate musicals. I hated that class. Got a fucking like seventy or something on that on that project. Oh, rip, really? Fucking hated Amstead, dude. Noah, I, I Noah, hated Amstead. Noah, I got, I kind of got carried on that project because it was a musical, right? Yeah. And I had David Talent in my oh group. Oh my god, you <laughs> lucky fuck. He's, he's, yeah. he's like musical for context. For context. No, yeah. do you want to explain who this man is? David Talent is like... He's talented. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's talented. Like, he was the theater kid. He like the theater kid, like, in our, in our year. Super good acting, yeah. super good singing, all that, all that jazz. Yeah. Yep. Also, and we we got a hundred on that project just because of him. He literally like, looked no, like a human no teddy bear too. He was very small. I was friends this with him during the elementary school. <laughs> you were friends with every everyone's friends with everyone in elementary school. Uh, like, he I was part of our brown him. squad, which is kind of interesting. He was like the only guy, white guy, part of our brown squad. He was. There's always that one white dude. Okay. <laughs> Token white guy. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. Well, for our musical, Prene and I were in the yeah. same Amstead class, so it was our own little adventure. Basically, what happened is like, like there's this group of like pretty like intelligent people in our Amstead class, but somehow when the groups were being formed, it was like seven, eight, nine Bro, people me, in a group or something. Their that group, co- their combined just, rank, honestly, might have been lower than mine. I'm not even. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like Adam, Adam, like, the numbers, no, no, I'm pretty sure it was. Their ranks together, it definitely it'll, was. It'll still be lower than mine. <laughs> like rank one, rank two, rank three. Yeah, like it's insane. It it, it was insane. It's easily you add all the ranks. There's up. It's definitely less than like twenty, less than like twenty or thirty. Okay, four, 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 four. If you add four of them for sure. Okay, actually, if you add five of them for sure. Yeah, you know, I think I was like rank one hundred or something like that. Regardless, yeah. this group formed immediately. So Brene and I were just on the outskirts, like, well, well then. And then all these other people just came and like joined us. I don't even know how it happened, I, Brene. Do you remember? Honestly, now that I think back to what our group was, I have not a singular clue. Not a singular clue, man. How it happened. Wait, how did you okay, not so, employ so, like, wait, so, so, yeah, so after, after this, I mean, obviously, people. If you, 
So this is this only applies like uh like your first your first preference is to go for the OP group and then you go for the other one. Uh yeah, but yeah, I mean I told you this philosophy after we had got this group. And then we used it we used it for another group uh later. We on. got like we got like medium yeah. level people. Oh, no no wait, we got medium level okay. people for for the, the making school project. Remember the Puck of Jip school of excellence? We got medium group we got medium level group uh, yeah. for that. But for this one, I mean yeah, there were most of them were medium. A couple of them were very, very difficult to work with. Uh, yeah. No one knows. Patty. Good old Patty. Oh, Patrick. Patty. Oh my <laughs> god. god. You have yeah. Patrick oh in your group? God. Yeah. Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm so okay. sorry. Holy so, crap. Uh, we had to make a musical. So Brene and I sat down one day. Yeah. It was like a weekend. We wrote the entire script. And uh, since it's a musical, it has to have like, yeah. you know, like a song, right? Uh, as well as like all the dialogue and stuff that happens. So we wrote the lyrics to uh, what, one of the songs, yeah. And yeah, humble was one of them. And we also like funny. made the rest of the uh, script but... rhyme and go with go with another song. <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah, think that was did. honestly we one of the biggest that. reasons. I mean, so... you dancing and this and this thing. One of the biggest reasons we didn't take it. Yeah, so we had to dance and stuff. So I remember we met at like Russell Creek Park to do the cho cho choreography for the like to teach everyone the choreography. Keep in mind, like I I didn't even come up with the choreography when I got there. I'm not gonna lie, Bray, I had no idea what I what what I literally came up with the choreography on the spot while we were there. But it was like pretty decent choreography, and it worked out in the end. Basically, the whole plan was just to have choreography. Well, then I do like one when, like, solo. This was that, doing like, dance, right? This was yeah, like back yeah. when you were doing like dance for a cause. Yeah, like around then. So I was just yeah, like, this, look, this everyone's going to do was like... around the time that Jith was like really into dancing, right? I mean, I still dance, but you know. I was yeah, like... but like this was at your peak of like dancing, <laughs> right? Sure, sure, sure. So I teach everyone this pretty basic choreo and I'm just like, and now at this point I will just do a solo and then I'll carry the dancing portion of this and we'll get 100. <laughs> like it's so free, right? It's so free. I'll just do a solo. It's free. It's free real estate. And so you... Write it, and like these people can't dance for the, their lives, but they also can't oh, memorize God, their lines man. for their lives either. Oh, more specifically, God. Patrick. God. Oh my God. This just okay. literally had to say Patrick's lines for him. Yeah, and this it made no sense because I forgot what you were. Were you like, were you like the dad or something? Yeah, it, like yeah, it would make no sense because he was the dad. Patrick was like the opposite, like British soldier or something like that, and like it would make no sense if this <laughs> yeah, had to say, so. but someone had to say it. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of important to the story. So, he, I actually had to. Ha I, everyone came to my house one night because I have like a decent like dancing rehearsal area, like a large space in my house. So, I got like all nine of these people to somehow show up. We walked through it one more time. We saw Renee and I like came up with the outfits. We told everyone what to wear. We came up with the entire script. We choreographed. I choreographed the entire thing. Renee helped. He wrote like. The majority of, like the song lyrics. I think I, I helped, also came with the OP line. Regardless, Mitch and I. Humble. Oh yeah, because in the song it's like you know, <laughs> bitch, be humble. But then we we named the British soldier <laughs> Mitch, and then we were like, Mitch, let's <laughs> rumble. And our teachers were so confused. But then when we actually like, performed they... it, when we actually performed it, yeah, everyone thought just, we were just actually like, just like cursing. Like the balls on these people, bro. To actually say this. <laughs> Uh, and then and then and then the teachers looked at the script later and they're like, oh shit, okay, this is. <laughs> uh, uh, you got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah, but basically we went, we performed, 
I danced. Wait, I'm pretty sure we got a buff on Easy because because they added in the pure evaluations and. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, oh yeah, Pernay and I got a buff hundred because yeah. we carried the shit out of that project. <laughs> but yeah, dude, working with some of those people was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I feel so bad for you just having to work with Patrick. Dude, it was he had like it was like not even that hard of a line. I was like, just say this at this point, and he was like, he just couldn't. I don't understand why that's so hard. That boy, right? <laughs> I will say though, best project I think we had. I mean, not not best project, best best group, because well, it wasn't necessarily for like a group project. It was just like a group. I think it was me, this one, and Jacob in humanities, because we had a thing going. In tenth grade, oh, they yeah, had a well. rhythm because like they can't, like every day they would like have like a small group like work thing like they would have us do like every day and like we would just like get together in a quarter and like we had this rhythm like Jacob would read out the instructions I would do the shit and this would sit around like fucking room. Like, <laughs> yeah it was, it was such a it was like such a clean well oiled machine. No, no, I would write down the stuff. You would just tell me what to write. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jith was our scribe. I was the scribe. It was very unfortunate. I didn't mind, though. We were a machine, though. We got it done in, like, 10 minutes, and then we just screwed around for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, you would just fuck around. Because, like, we were, like, we we just had the rhythm, man. Like, everybody else was, like, struggling through, like, the different parts of, like, the gunpowder empires or whatever. And we were just, like, boom. Put them down. Yep. Bop. Bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop, Yep. Boom, 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 boom. Skirrap. <laughs> the thing bop, goes, skirrap. Do you guys remember Doshin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's still in the... Did yeah, he actually go to Singapore to serve in the military? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so confused. I mean, I he's, he's, he was a Singaporean citizen. Uh, so he's, like, mandated by law to go serve there. That's so funny uh, to me, though. And, like, yeah, the idea Doshin that Doshin of all people want to go serve in the Singaporean <laughs> oh, military... <God. laughs> Oh my, I can't even, like, okay, the boy was pretty tall, like, I will say also, that. Also, like, but, his like, demeanor. His he, demeanor. he just did not, yeah, the, the demeanor was not, like, that of, like, a soldier at all, no. I, I could not imagine this guy, like, saying, like, sir, yes, sir, or anything yeah. like that. Unless he was sarcastic. He was pretty funny, though. He was Yeah, he, he was kind he, of he had his own side of issues, but he was pretty funny. I was pretty funny. I think people gave him a lot more shit than he really deserved. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, man. I he think people in his stuff. year gave him more shit than he deserved. Like, he wasn't a super great debater, but, like, I mean, they were a little yeah, bit hard. Maybe. There's some, there's, some, there's some stuff, but it, there was we some won't stuff, get into that now. You know? I do um, remember, though, like, the best debate round I ever had, well, best crossfire I ever had, was in a practice round against Dasha. Because Dasha was just saying some stuff, and I was just pissed off. Like, I don't remember exactly why, but I was just angry that day. I just started roasting him. Like, I wasn't even trying yeah, to, no, like, ask him. No, I wasn't even responding to arguments. He was literally just making personal attacks on Darshan. I was, was so just upset. Bad. Hey, they I was like, were, no way. They you were do accurate, stop. though, okay? They were cutting shit. Everyone in the class was laughing. I felt kind of bad, but no one was just going hard, and he was taking it in humor, so it was... I Okay, I was, was just okay. upset. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I had, I had, had enough, because Darshan had, like, this very abrasive style in Crossfire. Like, he would just, like, kind of, like, talk over you and shit. I was just done. Like, I was had like, I, I think I was already having a bad day. So I was just not, like, putting up with this guy's shit. Normally, that's me, though, in rounds. 
That it, was, yeah, you, normally that was you. If you compare me and Noah, like in round and outside around, complete outside around, like night and day, outside around, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a mess between me and like, Noah. Well, sometimes. Outside around, like I'm generally more toxic, and this was generally more chill. Inside around though, like this was the most toxic <laughs> motherfucker. Like meanwhile, like I'm like the one who's like, it's fine, it's fine. Like we got this, and then meanwhile, this is like, they're so oh, yeah. bad, dude. They're actually so <laughs> they're bad. So it's insane. I don't know how you could function at this level and still be alive. Like, I, I remember, like, there were multiple times where, like, they would like be getting up and like giving a speech, and like I would hear this would just start like snickering. I'll be like, this will just stop. The judge is gonna hear you, and they're gonna think you're being rude. Just stop, man. And this is just like, but they're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that happened to me in Project P and P and I would just look at each other and be like, easy class. And then you guys still lose the round. Right. <laughs> That's just how the game works. <laughs> True. Uh. Dude, yeah. I was pretty toxic, I'm not gonna lie. Especially during uh crossfire. Oh, I'd I'd go hard. Like it doesn't even matter if we're winning. Like even if we're cross stomping them, I still go hard. I'm kinda merciless. Uh, just no mercy no mercy dude and you know where else they don't what? show mercy <laughs> prison the greatest transition in the history of stating the obvious ladies and gentlemen I mean, I mean you're not wrong <laughs> they do not show for, that is the point of going to prison uh, it is to repent for your crimes it is not mercy exactly um, and that system is yeah, merciless. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff wrong. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people think are wrong. There's a lot of stuff. I don't. I'm not hundred percent sure of what like my personal opinion is as of yet. I know. I know both sides. Like, there's some people who say, uh, you know, prison doesn't really do anything to like solve for the reason why the people gone to jail in the first place. It just like keeps them there, and like these private, like prison companies are the ones that are just reaping the benefits of like putting people in prison. And then mm-hmm. there's people on the other hand are just like, bro, these people, like, prison isn't a place to, like, these people did bad things. They shouldn't be rewarded for doing bad things. They they should be punished. Like, this is the point of a prison. So, um, yeah. Honestly, I can understand both sides of that. I mean, like, I just don't really get the point of, like, punishing people just for... Just, I like, mean, just to punish. There has to be a line, right? Like, if you yeah. killed someone, like... Yeah. I don't think you deserve, like, a lot of the things. But, like, in in <clears throat> mainly European countries, because some of them actually haven't figured out, instead of, like, prison, like, it's more have, like, just, yeah. like, rehab. Yeah, rehabilitation. Which is, like, I think, like, especially yeah. just, like, drug offenses. Like, the war on drugs, in my opinion, is just, like, the most... One of, like, the most disastrous things that the U.S. government has done in, the, like, the 20th century. That's including things like fucking Vietnam and Afghanistan, like... War on drugs has just been an absolute disaster. It's behind so many problems. Like, the military... I think, I think, like, drug crimes are, like, pretty different than, like, killing someone or, like, stabbing someone. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I think there's, like, a line between, like, people who are, like, a danger to society. Like, people who murder people, like, who... Like, things like that. But, like, then there's, like, just people who... I, I feel, like, just... Like, you shouldn't, like, really treat them as, like, a danger. Like, a, like a person who's, like, smoking weed, right, isn't necessarily a danger to society. Like, unless they're, like, 
uh, like stoned and driving. Yeah. yeah. But like, you no, know, if they just like were smoking weed or like even if they were like selling weed, like I don't consider that like a danger to society. Like I don't worry about like getting like killed by like a stoner. Probably the opposite. Would you would you consider someone who sells like a more dangerous drug like heroin or cocaine a danger to society? I mean, yeah, to some extent, yes, because like heroin and cocaine, like they do kill people, but like I wouldn't consider them on like the same level as like a murderer. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know about that because like these like dealers obviously they want to make money, right? So yeah. they can go to like children and like schools and like try and get these kids hooked that, on these. That doesn't like, really happen. That drugs. does not happen. Like the idea of like some like shady guy in a, in a trench coat going to like elementary schools and going like hey kid yeah, not, you not, want some not drugs like, like actually that's going not there. what I'm just happens saying, i'm not I'm, I'm not saying like he's going there i'm saying he's supplying to young kids i mean like i, mean, I, I think like max is like teenage like in high schoolers like i yeah. still like you don't want like, that i would to consider that like an extenuating circumstance right like obviously like if you're selling to adults versus selling to like kids like there's a big difference there but i don't like, think most way, people sell like to kids like thing. i don't think most people, like, most drug dealers sell cocaine to, like, small children. Like, I don't think that's what like, happens. I, I know, either way, it's, like, a bad thing because a lot, a lot of people will die from, like, these kinds of, like, like really dangerous ones. Well, I mean, like, then you have to examine, like, why... Because, like, the whole point of the war on drugs, ostensibly, if you believe, like, the reasoning of, like, government officials is to, like, prevent these kinds of, like, drug issues, right? To prevent people from, like, getting hooked on drugs, to prevent people from dying on drugs. I mean, like, I personally believe it was racially motivated, but uh, that's a different story. But, like, I mean, it hasn't worked, obviously. I mean, like, if anything, drug, like, the drug problem in America has gotten worse. I mean, you have, like, you went from, like, weed and, like, maybe crack to, like, fentanyl, opioids, heroin, like, all this, like, it's just getting worse. Like, the like, it just hasn't helped. Like, no matter, like, you can say, like, sure, like, maybe you could consider drug dealers bad people because they're, like, facilitating people hurting themselves. But, like, obviously putting them in prison or, like, like knocking down their doors with, like, riot police or, like, the SWAT team hasn't been working. So the question then is, yeah, like, what do we do? I don't, I do mean, I don't know how to solve it. I'm just saying that, like, rehab, I don't know if rehab would work for, like, a drug dealer. Well, I mean, like, a drug dealer, like, unless a drug dealer is, like, on drugs, like, we're not putting them in drug rehab, but, like, I think, like, some sort of rehabilitation, because, like, I mean, you said, like, yeah, like, obviously, they're looking for, like, money, and, like, I mean, you have to question, like, no, why are they selling drugs? Like, maybe it's because they can't get any work in their area. Like, it's it's also partially an economic thing. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I, I, I just, it's too complicated to, like, fix with, like, a one-size-fits-all solution. I mean, like, I definitely think there should at least be, like, the option of service for, like, some people. Like, I believe, like, I think that, like, if you have, like, a drug dealer who says, like, no, I don't want to go to prison, like, instead, like, I'll do, like, uh, work in, like, the, I don't know, like, the Civilian Conservation Corps or something like that. I don't even know if that thing still exists. I just remember it's a New Deal program made in the 40s. Probably doesn't exist, but whatever, like, some government program, right? I think that, sh- that option should be available to them. Yeah, fair. But I think if they... I think if they show signs of, like, relapsing or stuff, like, they, it should be a strike system. Like, if they go into this, like, uh, uh, core or whatever, and they continue to sell drugs, like, they shouldn't be allowed to keep doing this. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, one other thing I think is a big problem is, like, the fact that, like, we just have so many people in prison. Like, the, like I'm pretty sure, like, the U.S. has more people yeah, in prison like, than any other country. Yeah, I think, like, by a very large right? margin. Yeah, for sure. Like, no question. 
Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, a question of, like, per capita. It's just, like, more people, period, which is kind of nuts if you think about it. Because we're not, like, India or China. Like, we don't have anywhere near a billion people in our country. Well, yeah, to be fair, the police in India and China aren't really arresting people who deserve it. Well, I think China, you, you can... No, make... Maybe not China, but India for sure. Yeah, well, India is a whole different set of problems. But, like, in America, like... We just have, like, these, like, like so many people in prison. And, like, I remember yeah, that's reading something about, like, the fact that, like, the one of the reasons why gangs have been such a problem is because, like, prisons have gotten so big. is because, like, basically the idea is, like, if you're in prison, like, you basically need some, some sort of, like, governing force, right? Just to make sure you don't get killed. So, like, you need some sort of, like, you know, authority or, like, some sort of, like, social contract to make sure that like the guy in like the cell block next to you doesn't like stab you so in yeah. the old days like before all this shit happened like you would have like the prison code like it was like this sort of like informal sort of like it was almost like this idea of like um honor among thieves or whatever like you know you tell the truth to like you don't like rat out other prisoners like you don't kill people without cause that sort of thing but like once prisons became like really big like you couldn't rely on that sort of like just communal policing because, like, you didn't know everybody in your prison anymore. There were, like, 3,000 people in prison. Like, you don't know everybody in there. So that's right, why there Noah, were gangs. Noah. Hmm? How do you deal with money crimes? Like, embezzlement and fraud and stuff like that. How do you how do you think we should deal with that? Well, I definitely think that, like, you should have some sort of, like, harsh punishment. I think, like, white-collar crime definitely goes under under-policed. Or, or, like, under-punished. Yeah, like, what do you think the punishment should be? Should it be jail? Should it be, like... I don't think it should it necessarily be jail. Like, it should depend on the crime, right? Like... Yeah. I think, I, like, some... Like, obviously, like, take away the money, but, like, also, like, maybe find them. Um, maybe, like, put them through some sort of um, program to, like... Because, th- like, if you're embezzling, right, I definitely think you have, like, some empathy issues or, or some sort of thing like that. Also, like, I mean... Like, I remember there was this... There was this company called Theranos. Oh, yeah, Theranos. Is, yeah, yeah. it's like this... Uh, uh, they're a biomedical company, and they, like, they said they developed this, like, um, new testing system where they can, like, tell a bunch of diseases yeah. from, like, a single drop of blood. But it turns out, like, all their tests were, like, it was just made con. up, yeah, and, like, com- their data was, like, completely fraudulent and everything, and, like, it, their systems just did not work. But that was only uncovered after, like, they sold, like, millions of these products and, like, had deals with Walgreens and CVS and all this kind of stuff. And, like, these people made, like, millions and millions of dollars. Didn't know, so, like, isn't it like, like, the CEO Elizabeth Holmes going on, like, trial this year or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, like... Like, how, how do you deal with a crime like that? Do you just, like, throw them in jail? I don't think, like, you should just throw her in jail. Like, I definitely think, like, fine her. Like, make make sure, like, she, like, repays all these people she, like, uh... She basically cons, like, somehow. But, like, also, I think... Dude, maybe therapy, man. Like, uh, I, I, I was, like, listening to a podcast. Like, um... I, I forget exactly what it was called. But it was, like, a podcast just, like over like the whole Theranos story and like Elizabeth Holmes definitely seemed like she had some mental issues like it was talking about how like her entire life she just like had this obsession with like being like this billionaire or like being like this like great person like I don't think that's healthy wait so let's say we give her therapy and stuff is she allowed to like run a business is she allowed to do work I think like at, at some point right like at some point like if you can say like with confidence like yeah this person's like gotten over like issues she's not going to try and like hurt other people like we can say confidently she's not going to try like to like hurt other people or con other people i think like yeah maybe like allow her like with like some limits 
to go back into society, try and be like a productive member of society again. Like, I think, like, throwing people in a cell for, like, the rest of their lives just isn't productive. I think the only situation where you do that is, like, if you say, like, for certain, this person's never going to be able to be a functioning member of society. I think it's really hard to, like, make that assessment, like, for certain, right? Yeah, like that, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, for certain, but I'm just saying with, like, a high degree of confidence. Yeah, fair, fair. But, yeah, I mean, like, I definitely think, like, this whole idea that, um... That, like you shouldn't allow some of these people back into society it's like something that like a lot of people think is kind of strange like even though like i think it's a completely normal and sensible idea right like this idea that like you shouldn't just like throw people like into like a cell for the rest of their lives i think a lot of people seem to think is just like this like weird like beyond the pale sort of idea so i guess that like brings us to like just uh i guess like what like other things that people think are weird that like you think are, are normal or conversely things that people seem to think are normal that you think are weird. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Definitely some of those things that I have. All right, let's hear them. I don't know. I guess this is more of like a a small one. It's not like super big, but whenever you're like hotel rooms, right? Or like just not in your house. I always find it so, I don't know. I don't know. I just find it weird to walk around barefoot. I always have to have like flip flops or like something else on. Yeah, I, agree. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to walk around. Actually, I don't know. I, I walk around I know. barefoot I feel like, in like hotel rooms. Yeah, and I stuff. feel like a lot of people think it's normal to just like walk around barefoot in like places that aren't like your house. But I, I just, I don't know. I just can't walk around a hotel room barefoot. I just can't do it, man. I don't know. It makes me feel really? kind of vulnerable, if I'm being honest. Like, kind of like, yeah, okay. like I don't know what's on that hotel floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, oh, can give me foot cheese. Don't like that. I don't know. That's like more of a small thing. That's like something that's like personal preference. But I think that very well fits the theme of this topic. I mean, well, yeah. Renee, you haven't talked in a while. You uh, have uh, anything? I know you you say a lot of things that like the rest of us think are like completely bonkers. So yeah, well, I'll, I think you might I'll, have some I'll, interesting I'll, I'll things like, to add to this so topic. When, when I'm wa- like, if I walk barefoot in place, I feel like and this is just like for related to Cobb's thing. Uh, it's it's like a place that I've. That I'm going to stay for some time, like uh, uh, like I wouldn't I wouldn't go to uh, just like a random restaurant, just like walk barefoot, like but but like a <laughs> but like a hotel room, like <laughs> a hotel room, be like yeah, I probably would. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird, man. I think one other thing, I I think this is normal, but I guess other people think it's weird or like. Maybe you guys might not think it is, but like the general sort of like American person might think it is bidets. I think those are uh, like, I think those are like normal. I don't know. I've heard good things about bidets, but I've never had like the chance to try one. Like, I guess like my main question is like, how do you uh, keep it clean, right? At least the bidets I've tried, they're not like, like in India, they're not inside the toilet. They're they're like a separate thing. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like a separate. It's entirely like separate thing. Oh. Uh, interesting so i mean i don't know i think it just it seems so much more hygienic i mean yeah it's green it's clean like what's not to like i don't know but every i think people just think it's weird and like you know when covid sort of just slapped everyone (laughs) everyone was like buying toilet paper i'm just like water and just become the avatar but it just—I don't know. I thought I thought it was I mean, pretty normal, but 
I think it's normal, but I, like you can do both. You can use toilet paper and like use water. Well, like why? I don't. It's just, it just seems like such a waste. That's fair. That's fair. It'll definitely be cleaner. <laughs> You're making extra sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess I don't know. I think the cleanest is a bidet, but whatever. Everyone's entitled to I their mean, own opinion. I think it's. A, I think that's just like a, a U.S. thing. Like I know a lot of European and like Asian countries use it. Like I'm not saying people shouldn't use toilet paper ever anywhere, but like at home and just you know, in your life, I think it's like like in Japan, like it's very common for the toilets to be like these OP toilets with like a bunch like twelve million functions and they just do everything and Japan is like literally just a country from the future. I don't yeah, know what true. they're doing here. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually, facts. I actually, yeah. I got, I got something. I got something. DJ, any, DJ, any normal not, things? I mean, it's, not, it's like a. I just don't understand like sprinkles. I don't, I don't know the purpose of sprinkles. Yeah. There, there's something really? you put on ice cream on donuts. I guess they have some sort of texture. Like I don't, I, I don't really know like why people. Maybe they're sweet. I honestly like whenever I eat a sprinkle, I just think, oh, it is something right there. It does not contribute much to. Honestly, that's fair. Like sprinkles don't really taste like much. They're kind of like slightly sweet. I don't sweet. think it's for taste. I think it's for like yeah, the... decoration and like to make it look good. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe just I just don't understand that aspect. I just like people. They're like, oh, sprinkles on ice cream. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what is the purpose of this? Well, like, if you can make your food more presentable, it definitely looks better I guess to eat, so. right? I guess so. like, I probably, why, like, probably also just because I don't, I, I kind of, kind of don't like the way it looks like. Like, it's just too colorful. It's, I, it looks unnatural to me. Like, if I'm having ice cream, I like, I like my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Prene wants his donuts, his deep fried crispy cream donuts to look all natural. <laughs> Just like they came out of the tree, you know, like they, like they look like just like they grew oh, okay. up the tree. For ice cream, at least, if I have any like chocolate ice cream or something, like I want my fruits, I want my nuts. Dude, That's pretty much it. Maybe right some now. chocolate so syrup, bad. but I don't want any sprinkles. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of curious. Like, what are sprinkles made out of? I think it's just sugar. Yeah, it's probably just sugar, right? Uh, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'll get back to you on this. And it just uh, has yeah. some coloring, I guess. Like, is it totally? Because yeah, it like, doesn't taste like just like sugar, right? It tastes like I don't like. I don't know what it tastes like. Kind of plasticky, I guess. It's uh, it says I, I'm yeah. searching up. It looks like it says a little food grade wax. I'm pretty sure it's sugar. I'm willing to bet it's sugar. Some corn syrup, cornstarch, sugar, food grade wax, artificial coloring. Food grade yeah, wax? It's, yeah, that's kind of gross. I don't are know sprinkles like supposed to have different basically, flavors? Like, are the different sugar. flavors basically colored like things candles, supposed to be right? different flavors? No. Okay. No, they all taste the same. They're just decoration. Yeah. Oh. It's this kind is of... Apparently, in in, Netherla- in the Netherlands and Belgium, sprinkles or hagelslag are commonly what used the... as a sandwich topping. I mean, are, do they taste... Are they the exact same kind of sprinkles? Are they kind of different? <laughs> They're, they're, yeah, they're just chocolate sprinkles. You put them like a in a sweet sandwich. sandwich, like a Nutella sandwich or something. Huh. Just like apparently in Belgium, <laughs> oh, they're called the mouth shit because they look like mouth <laughs> shit that you put in the sandwich, which makes me wonder why you would do that. Okay. 
No, anything you think is normal that other people think is weird? Uh, let me think. I guess Wait. one thing I don't... Well, this is more like I think this is weird that everybody else thinks is normal. It's just small talk with strangers. I hate that. Like, I don't I don't know why people, like, say, like, like just try to, like, make connections, like, with random people they meet on the subway. Like, I'm just trying to get from point A to point B, just like you. Don't make this anything more than it has to be. I don't know, but isn't it kind of crazy? There's a word for this. What? But it's, it's, like, where you kind of realize that, like, if you're driving or something or if you're on the subway, you kind of realize that everyone uh, around yeah, you has had yeah. a life oh, as yeah. complicated and as, like real as yours I, that happens just like, all the, the time hell? when I'm d- doing like yeah like that's even crazy. when I'm not even long distance when I'm just like randomly driving I'm sitting at a stop sign the car pulls next to me and you just like you just look take a like like you take a look to the left to see who it is and you're just like wow this person is like they have an entire life like I cannot I don't even know half I don't even know anything about this person and like they think of but like they feel the same sort of things as I do I mean like not like everything, but they're they're like a human. They have emotions. They have an entire life that I've I don't even know about. Yeah, that's there's this theory that says that humans were never meant to be globalized, and that they were only meant to like live in small groups and never know that the other groups existed. That way, like racism would exist. All these things like just wouldn't exist, and you know everybody in your community. Uh, it'd be like much smaller much more tight-knit and that's the way like humans were meant to be well, uh living evolutionarily i don't but i don't know like, about meant that, to be like like know. when you say like that's how humans are meant to be like it sounds like a moral like, judgment right no no it's like that's where they're most productive yeah like, that's i mean i agree you know, with I that i mean like i think that's like one of the issues i think we need to like kind of wrestle with because i do agree with that like i think evolutionarily humans just aren't handled like aren't built to handle like modern life I think that's why you see, like, so much, like, depression and just all this, like, all this shit where, like, we have, like, so much, right? Like, we don't have to, like, most people don't, in, in, like, developed countries don't have to worry about, like, going hungry or, you know, not having shelter or things like that. All this shit that, like, people, like, uh, in, you know, 10,000 BC would have to worry about on a daily basis. Like, but meanwhile, like, we just, we still don't feel happy, though. That's why if you look at, like, depression and like mental health like issues it is 100 percent a first world problem not that it's not like a a bad problem or like a real problem or whatever it's just it is a first world problem and if you look at like con or like continents like africa and like southeast asia and stuff like that there's just like little to no mental health problems just because like there's much bigger things to worry about i think okay like my opinion is humans need to basically be like we need to like merge with AI somehow, because like I don't think that we would be able to survive without it. Like we need to like like we like we can't wait for evolution to like because like evolution is like the process of like hundreds of thousands of years. Like we can't wait for evolution to adapt us to the modern world. We have to do it ourselves. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. You gotta adapt to the world we live in. Yeah, adapt or die. <laughs> adapt and <Yeah>. overcome. <laughs> and the adapt, world we currently survive. Uh, that's a good meme. It's <laughs> a good meme. Yeah. <sighs> well. But now you know, an internet is a part of our daily lives. Something we have adapted. Something to. we use 
all they're the time. They're still adapting for everything. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it's kind of wild, like just like how the internet works. Like it's it's so weird to me, like just thinking about the fact that like I can send a text to somebody on the opposite side of the world. It would like arrive to them basically instantaneously. And it goes yeah. to space. It does. And it comes back. And there's just so much stuff on the internet, just like just terabytes and like petabytes of data. Just all this shit. True. But the internet is also a great resource to learn this about stuff, to find useful software to do different stuff, and to just, you know, do anything you want, really. So. This moves on to our final segment of the Stating the Obvious podcast of this episode, which is useful internet resources. Something that's free, you know, on the internet that everyone can use. And that's wow. it's very nice. Tell me more. Uh, I will tell you more, Noah. So the first one is, I'm pretty sure we all know about this, but some people may not. Sci-Hub. Removing barriers in the way of science. Basically, Sci-Hub allows you to get past paywalls on like studies and and that sort of stuff you just take like the doi or you can just take the link and yeet it into sci-hub sci-hub will unlock it and let you view the entire study so that's pretty this, nice this, this, is, this is like for all academic articles yeah. and like new york times and stuff like that right all, yeah. Yeah, you all, just have to make sure that you get the right sci-hub like domain because they have to like hop around a lot from country to country i think because they're kind of illegal a little Probably. bit a little bit a little bit but it's free, it's useful, and it's on the internet. So it's not a huge deal if you take advantage of it. And interestingly enough, I didn't know this. This is actually new information to me. But did you know that Sci-Hub is made by the same people that made LibGen, which is library, really? library uh, Genesis? Huh. Makes sense, though. Uh, like they're both very similar. Very yeah. useful resources, especially for uh, poor college students like us. Exactly. So Library Genesis, or LibGen, allows you to basically just get <laughs> all your college textbooks for purpose. free. Uh, unless you download them, unless you get them. It's literally, it's just amazing. So if you need textbooks, there's there's your go-to books, way. If you can't find it there, then there are some other places you can look, but that's the main one. Uh, that is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Frenet, a fan of that one. But uh, I think LibDen is personally better, but... You know, to, to each their own. Uh, I guess a couple more. Audacity, what we're uh, using yeah. to record this podcast. Yes, like That's the thing that allows you to hear the yes. buttery, smooth vocals of Pernay Gundam. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Just oh, listen to that deep bass. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by Audacity. We're not sponsored. Sponsors, we, were. we should should, should sponsor us. There are so many companies that should sponsor us. We're doing so much free advertising. At this point, yeah. Literally every company should sponsor yeah, us. Jip would kill for a Taco Bell sponsorship. Dude, just give, give money I to would, us. I did. <laughs> Taco Bell sponsorship, please. Please sponsor us. Yeah, dude. I would like... I would like... <laughs> man, like wear like fucking Taco Bell body paint. They sponsored us. No cap. But he would still do it. You wouldn't see <laughs> it because we're on a podcast, but I would do it. I'll still do it. I'll mean, wear a sombrero if they yeah, told me regardless. to. Honestly, I'd wear you a sombrero would. anyways. I don't think they've gone that way for advertising in a while, but <laughs> you know what? I think they'll let you know, Noah. I think they will. Yeah, they better. So, Email me. Um, so, a couple others. 
Uh, th these are just for like a variety of different things you, you might want to do. Uh, Unity is a cross-platform game engine. I know as I'm pretty sure I work with that. Mm -hmm. It's quite fun. Quite fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. You can actually do like a lot of shit. Like I remember seeing some dudes like Unity demo. He literally made like a grapple hook sort of like uh, platformer, and it looked really fun. Oh, I think I've seen this game before. No. Yeah. I, I uh, or one that is very very similar to it. Well, it was made with Unity in it, and it was like this this platformer with a grappling hook. It might not have been the same one. <laughs> it's but... literally just, it's just what I said. Like I just said, like it was a Unity platformer it, with it a grappling was, hook. It was like I, I don't know. It was like kind. I was it wasn't a grappling hook. It was just like this this like I don't know this like rope that you shot out. It wasn't a grappling hook. It was like this rope you shot up in it. It was like one of those sticky hands that you like just throw on things, and it stuck to everything. So it might not uh, be the same. But I don't. It might have been a little different. Thing. Oh yeah, Unity's a fun time. Unity's good. If you're interested in music, writing music, Muse Score lets you create. You can actually create some pretty big pieces, some big compositions, uh, and you can write all the sheet music. You can assign different instruments and have it play back to you actually with the the sounds of those instruments. So, I've had a fun time with that. Mm -hmm. uh, VS Code for all the people who are maybe interested in computer science or coding or something. VS Code literally lets you like. It's just, it's so nice. It's really just beautiful. But then it also lets you have access to like all the different languages, uh, Dart, Flutter, whatever you want. You can get it on VS Code. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And uh, have you used that personally? Hmm? What? Have you used VS Code personally? Yeah, I use it like whenever, whenever I'm coding, when I'm like making websites or when I'm making apps and stuff, VS Code is what I go to. It's free. It's a great source code editor. Honestly, if you're not using it, like you should be. I I don't know. It's just the superior way of doing things. Uh, but I think the last one, and this one's really nice. It's called the Noun Project, and basically it just gives you icons, like hella icons for like your PowerPoint slides or presentations what do you, what do you or mean by icons? The icons here, super nice. That's such a that's such a nice like niche graphics, idea, or? but it's one that's so useful and so unique. Not like what, what like graphics you have to make yourself. Like you can't just like for the statistics and stuff you you make those in Excel. But like oh, icons, okay. right? So like maybe like a picture I of a see, brain in like a certain color with a certain contrast or something. However yeah. you want it, the noun project has like millions of different icons. You can oh. change the, co the colors, you can customize them in a bunch of different ways. Super useful. Speaking of super, nouns, super I'd like to tie this back to uh, our earlier topic of just looking around and realizing that everybody has their own kind of life just as big as yours because that, that reminded me that like there is a word for that the word is sonder and it comes from the dictionary of obscure sorrows which is another it's not really What's a resource but it's, just a, it's a nice rabbit hole to go down it's just this uh, website that uh, creates like words for like these uh, like words that don't really exist for like these feelings that like we've all had so yeah, Saunders and Noun, the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as yours, populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you will never know existed, which might appear only once, as an extra sipping coffee in the background, as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk. 
Sonder. And with and with that simple thought, we thank you for listening to this episode of Stating the Obvious.